I'm Claire O'Brien and you're listening to Good Honest Talk, a podcast for those in search of hope and health and harmony. This series will bring you practical tips, inspiration and honest conversation as we explore what it really means to be well. In this episode, I'm joined by art therapist and brilliant human Lorraine Shanahan. You will hear us mid-conversation because I didn't want you to miss out on Lorraine sharing with me about how we often put barriers to creating art at home, like having to have the right fancy supplies when it can be as simple and sustainable as just using a napkin and pen or whatever is to hand. In the episode, Lorraine shares insights on art therapy, breaking free of our overscheduled lives, embracing a bit of messiness and creating space for imagination. She talks about art therapy as a safe space, allowing both children and adults to explore complex emotions and challenge self-limiting beliefs. In a world that is very wordy, Lorraine speaks about the unique language of art and how it enables us to express ourselves differently and about not putting judgment on what we create. She opens up about her own journey, having had to take time out and rediscover her own needs as a therapist to prevent burnout. And as we delve into Lorraine's personal quest for balance, she reveals her passion for gardening and the simple joy of weeding. And she advocates for making time for relaxation and, of course, fostering more moments of art and creativity. I hope you enjoy our conversation as much as I did. How often do we have control? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Like even in school, we we don't... um, we're told there's an expectation that reading is, is instead of encouraging reading or creativity, but it's like some people say, like the other day, I don't, I said to him, I say, um, you know, what about you doing any art at home so much? And it's like, no. And, and the reply is, my mother uh, isn't like you. We don't have, mother's teacher, we don't have um, art materials. And then I follow through on, you don't need very many materials there's yeah. biros at home there's markers from school backs of envelopes and yeah the post yeah that's what that's about yeah. you don't need you don't need to spend a lot of money on art materials and actually in fact for me what's what's coming through a lot is is because of the environment and my concerns is using what we have instead of running out and buying more look around and see what we have yeah. and what we can do with it and also for this would have been back in art college for a lot of students or people they see a white page and it's like oh I don't want to dirty that or I make it yeah, yeah. and then sometimes with just a tea bag a cold tea bag and then you dab it just just lightly and then it stains the page and then all of a sudden it's like oh yeah just yeah. loosens that because, like, if it's a white page, it's like, oh, what if I ruin it? Yes. What if it's a waste of paper? Yes. What if I mess it up? <laughs> That's exactly it. It's a waste of paper. Yeah. I'm wasting that yeah. piece of paper. Because it's, it's white and yeah. clean and shiny. And then if it is, you know, got a, a rub or a background colour to it, it's yeah. already been used. So it's, it's yeah. okay to be free on it. It's, it's okay. And look, it's yeah. already got, or actually the stains may even be the start of something for somebody if, yeah. the, if, if they can get, there's a, there's a um, Sean McMiff, he's an American artist and um, art therapist. And there's one of his books, Trust the Process. And it's something that stays with me. Just trust it's that trusting in, in ourselves yeah. that, that I can do this, that I can just be free, that I can take a pen or a marker or a biro. We all have biros and just doodle just with my non-dominant hand or 
um, close my eyes and just make a mark. Isn't that what we're here for? Yeah. No, okay. we're not here to make a mark. But to express and just be. Yeah, to be. And, and in, in society, in, in whatever we choose to do or try. Um, but we're here. We, we have a purpose. And, 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 I, and that's the sadness for me, I suppose, sometimes, is that we may go through life and been afraid yeah. to explore yeah. the areas that... To, to, have, to have put her, ourselves in that box in school when, when often I think the child... There might be one or two in the classroom that the teacher has, has you're the, the yeah. artist, and yeah. they've been given that role, and everyone's like, all oh, right, okay. And that's when they say about 10 or 11, maybe slightly younger, when children kind of walk away a bit from, from creativity, don't feel that they're good enough. Back to that. Yeah, like they're enough. the ones who, who are put on the wall in the classroom whose pictures are like shown on the open day and stuff. Yeah. And then everybody else gets the message that they can't draw. They couldn't even draw a line. They All those kind of things. Yeah. And that becomes who they are. And that becomes who they are. And there was a time actually in, um, and this probably still, but it certainly was a time in, in working as an art therapist for children that I thought, wow, it's a lot of money to come here to, to do art. Yeah. They were, it was more than that. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't fair for me to, but that I've created this safe space where they can come in and do whatever they want, really, yeah, and not be judged on what they're doing um, or making and, and have the choice to be able to throw it away, keep it, make something with it, continue it, and that that there isn't spaces like that in our society where children can go and have that in in group settings or or individual and not paying the money that they're paying yeah because even in our class there is an expectation of output and things to bring home to put in the fridge or make mum a mother's day gift or Mm -hmm. dad a dad you know father's day gift or whatever that there's a purpose in a product to be made and that's the and that's the key to art therapy it's about the process it's about the process. It's not about often you you the phone was like um you know my child's really good at art and I think and then I explain um, well that's great and I'm delighted um, and that they they have the opportunity and you're encouraging it but in order to um, benefit from art therapy you don't have to be good at art because it's not about being good at art and the finished product. We're more interested in the process and the process is when they're making what they choose to make how they. Um, how they feel when they're making what comes up if they get frustrated what they do with that do they continue do they say no does that give an indication of of they don't finish things and if not why and then them learning like i do this all the time i start something and i don't finish it i'm I'm realizing in, in the art therapy space that they can start something and not finish it because at that moment there's something coming in that they're not ready to finish it and there's work that they will do that they then when they go back to it if they choose to that the work is yeah, yeah. there's work and they're yeah. realizing oh, i can do this but at that moment they haven't they've, something's blocked maybe it's a pattern that they discover or that i'm able to to help them kind of discover and reflect back um you know is that something that that happens and it's like yeah and it's really frustrating that i never finish things and then who else finds it frustrating yeah and then what can you do um, but certainly it is about the process, not the the products. That's not to say that 
lots of children make things and, and are so proud of what they've created and in awe of, of how create how creative they are because they haven't got anyone to judge their work against. Yeah. The, 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 it's just them and their, their work. And in art therapy, it's very much about that they have their own box and folder. Usually I try and get the favourite colour that the folder is. That's my way, my first meeting and... and yeah that the work stays in art therapy because if they take it out of the art therapy space it, it, it can be judged. So like the parent might be like not as enthused or might be like, oh, what is this? Exactly. What, yeah. what is this? Or if, you know, a piece of clay that that child may have been poking, pinching, um, pulling, may have made something, squashed it up, changed it in the in the space of the hour, and then they take it out and it's like, yeah, but what is it? And then you, you see the child, whereas whereas what, what I encourage the child to do, or the teenager or adult, is to keep the, um, the art that they make during the sessions in their own box. Because also, they may want to go back. If you take it out, it can get damaged. You know, kids, younger siblings have broken things and it's really hurt them. So it's about, also the box becomes, I think when the child realises I have my own folder and box, that becomes very, very important to them and special. And also that there's a value in what they do and it's being minded. Because maybe there are occasions when they make things and it's like, and I know this happens, it's like, um, yeah, there's too many stuff uh, we they're dumped yeah. Um, yeah. and sometimes I think what we need to be mindful of is that maybe there's lots of stuff but we can there are ways around that we can photograph the work or we can work with the child and say well, do you want to pick a few that we'll keep or we'll put them in a folder under your bed there's lots of ways around that yeah but to a child that the work is very yeah it's very important but that yeah so I suppose what's really important in art therapy is the non-judgmental um, approach that you're not judging what they make how they make it because and also you don't interpret what they're making, because um, you've yeah. you've cut the therapy off in that moment. You're labelling and if you say, oh, is that yeah. they, they've made something and they're they're still processing and still making, you've made a judgment call and interpreted their image, and that's really important from the outset is is to to explain that whatever you make in here, you're the only one really that knows what's going on in that piece. I'm not, I don't interpret and I don't know, but we can reflect on it if you'd like to talk about that piece or if as we're, as we're doing the therapy that it comes up. But I think often you hold that space for them them to make that, that conversation. Yeah. Because again, they're leading, it's about them and I'm on that journey with them walking this path. Um, and it's about communication. It's about giving them the space to realise you can communicate through your art and then communicate through yourself about that art or about what's going on for you. And that's always the kind of line of communication is keeping that open from, in our triangle, me, the child and the art, and then out to the, to the parent. Because like in, to- in talk therapy, it can be really difficult with children because they don't have the words or the the kind of vocabulary to like express it really deeply sometimes what mm-hmm. they're feeling or they don't feel okay about making it words or well, they don't know the word yeah they, they don't know the word to describe how they're feeling because depending on why they're coming to art therapy and 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 to try and ask I mean I don't know there are occasions in our life certainly in mine that that there are no words to describe the pain of losing yeah. a, a, a child yeah? yeah that your heart's broken there are no pain there are no words, but the image um, from my own experience and as an art therapist and what I do for myself is the, is what holds me. 
the boundary even in that image, whether it's it's a sheet, um, the page, or or clay, or or something that you make outside. You there's a boundary to it, and there's a there's a holding in in that. And I think for children, it, our society is about words. It's very wordy. Yeah. And we know that. We know that from from school where art is given or is allowed at the end. Most children and most that I work Friday afternoon. It's it's a reward mm. for the work, and instead, what I I don't understand um, is that we don't weave creativity through the whole curriculum in in primary, secondary, in in university. There's spaces to weave. We're working with maths with children, and then we're working with English storytelling. Um, how you space that out? There are so many opportunities to work art throughout the day so it isn't this reward at the end of, of, of the week for the work that you've done which then it minimalizes what art's about the importance of it for our, our own well-being and our and like we don't have that creative expression through and creative ideas and ways of thinking that's accepted it's like sit down be quiet learn like your maths this is what I'm telling you do yeah. the thing certainly was when I was at school anyway very much like rote learning yeah you know examined on your maths and and then if you were a good bunch of boys and girls you got to do art class at the end of the week or if it was busy and it was yeah. coming up to you know the school show or whatever it would be the first thing to be cut so if you yeah. had exams coming up art is gone yeah. you know it yeah. would be the first kind of reward yeah. taken away and it is used as and not saying all schools i mean yeah. it's all dependent on the school from top down and teachers and yeah. their own creativity in saying that i understand that mary i in limerick they have a huge art um art department mm. um but i don't know um there's also pressure um with younger teachers coming through so so i suppose the pressure in school is that they need to get this all their class through to this level in this time and that's where the pressure is and because they're being judged if they don't being judged by the school being judged by the parents and their position and so it isn't the school necessarily yeah. is the I mean I can still when I open um, PVA glue I am transported back to being in play school and play when I smell PVA glue that's that's what okay. I'm transported back to and I and, and working with it. and um, yeah to different children I also am seeing a lot more in place schools as well school lack of play where children through my work where children are not playing in little kitchens with real water and, and yeah. textures yeah. Um, because it's too messy yeah and I often think of I suppose our development and, and what I do as an art therapist is at some stage wherever when they come to me is where that's just kind of stopped yeah and, and what we work with is where they're at and that they work through that and then off they go and not only do they do they go but they take those skills and opportunities and and the creativity that they what they got what they experience from that from the different materials in art therapy i often think of of um, a first aid toolkit where we have for for we'd go we cut our leg or a finger and and in a way over the years i've thought well art therapy for me and the, the child during that time of the teenager adult they're creating their own creative toolbox 
but they can, outside the art therapist, can, in a situation, um, say, oh, when I was, yeah, maybe I need to get my kinetic sand out and just sit and just feel it and get lost in that activity and just doing it and forgetting about everything else for however long. And that realise, when I'm feeling like that, that's what I like to go to. When I'm feeling a bit stretched, angry, I might go to my clay. Yeah, I need that. That tactile, tactile crunching, and crun- yeah, yeah. And, and earthy as well. And then I might go to, I might doodle, I might doodle with my um, left or right hand. Just when I feel a little bit maybe stuck or fearful that I can't do something, it's about, I, I don't know, did, did you? I remember years ago, years ago, when I had the, not that many years ago, the old Nokia phone, I used to text, don't ask me why, with my, uh, often with my left hand and this idea of, of balancing the yeah. brain doing something it's a bit like getting out of our comfort zone trying things you know you drive a certain way and then one day why don't I go this way and it yeah. it just it makes us feel a little bit alive oh yeah we're awake to, to something new new experiences it's about we get kind of caught in a little comfort zone absolutely we and do. we're afraid yeah we have to continue at, at any age and in, and I suppose that's the importance too for, for parents children children to see their parents trying new things yeah and and doing new things and that we can stop ourselves by saying oh I, I don't think I can do that I mean I during the summer I did or January last year this year uh puppet therapy diploma and uh it was amazing and again I was stepping a little bit out of my comfort zone I knew there's a lot of right what a bit of writing yeah. um involved in different aspects of it but I learned so much and it was it was therapeutic it also the importance of the puppet often we can't talk ourselves about our experiences but we can do it through a puppet because it's not us but also the making of the puppet the materials that we use can be something um, materials that are very precious to us that we might have from our children cloth or something um, memories that come up and it's an amazing way but again it's about not doing it to fill time it was very much about doing it because it would benefit me therapeutically and my own creativity is really important and it would also um, it's another medium to bring into the art therapy space that I can work with um, children or in a, a group situation but I do think that we can box ourselves in and and not fear we can keep ourselves very busy I think we're busying ourselves to the point of exhaustion and um, yeah. I think the whole self-care is is huge and I know myself only probably four, six weeks ago, um, yeah, I, I hit a, a brick wall um, and I was fortunate enough to be offered, I had some really strong women around me um, that that you know, gave me some really good advice, which was important because I think as women, there's an expectation we keep going. We just keep yeah. going. Yeah, like you'll yeah. get over it. Like to go and go to bed a bit earlier, whatever. Um, Have and a bubble bath. Yeah. Glass of wine. Yeah. We all find tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, and you'll, you'll, and then pick up. And on this occasion, I was off cabin in the, in West Cork and, and I took the opportunity. I had to take it. I walked away, cancelled, which is very difficult for me because I don't like to have to cancel. But then again, I'm mentoring to, to the mothers and children that self care, how important it is. And it, I have come back with a different attitude and a stronger, and sharing that really with anyone that, that I'm working with and in my family and friends but in the five six days that I left it was very much about turning off my phone I turned off I didn't have a radio on I didn't have a television I had nothing 
actually. I had a pair of walking boots and walked up the mountain and they were the words that I wrote down. Fear kind of got to a stage where I was a little bit fearful. Fear and I'm afraid. And then I realised just being there that in the silence, because it was, it was in a way a silent retreat really, in the silence I wasn't really... I wasn't afraid of what was outside it was what was inside my head yeah and that's the lesson I realized there was but I wouldn't have reached that if I hadn't turned everything off was it the fear of like it was getting too big and too much or you're giving I wasn't too much good away enough. okay I, I wasn't good enough and I couldn't I couldn't help all the issues out there and I just couldn't as an individual I didn't have the space I was very clear as an art when I when I trained as an art therapist when I uh, graduated that it would be I, I wouldn't work full-time I would work part-time and part-time I mean from kind of Wednesday to Saturday at the moment and that is always after kind of three o'clock when because I don't work with children in school is in taking them out of school because because yeah. then I'd have to answer to their peers and add to their start to feel like I think I I need to work Monday and Tuesday I'd made that decision and felt it was the right one because as an artist too it's important that I do my own artwork yeah and my own creativity and I don't want to resent and I think yeah I think the good enough was coming in not not being good enough uh, not being able to to help enough I had to just say right okay just take some time out and reflect on on your work as an art therapist I actually did wonder whether that's what I I would continue yeah. is, is this I, I think I, I really want to do more art as well on my own and in group works mm. settings and I want to see more art you know in in our society and our communities I love working in groups with women I've done some work with Ukrainian women in the art therapy group in the garden and also here in the um, direct vision really loved it uh, I'd love to do more work and get to know them and I do find that it can be a common thread I know for me as well as it's, it's happened this year where as somebody who you know is working with people and comes into kind of a therapeutic type of role mm-hmm. you want to help people and it comes from a pace of genuinely wanting to help and love for people and wanting to to give them this like amazing toolkit that mm-hmm. you know will make their life better but you just keep on giving and giving and then you're like there's more to give and there's so many people and how do I help them all and am I out of my depth here and mm-hmm. all of those kind of the boundaries that you had for yourself of working two or three days a week or four days a week I definitely know that I've done that as well like where I've been like I'm only seeing clients on Monday Tuesday and Friday mm-hmm. I'm completely taking Wednesdays off and you know Thursday might be an admin day and that's it mm-hmm. like and then I end up seeing people on Wednesdays and Thursdays and then seeing people on Saturday mornings mm-hmm. and like it just starts to slowly, slowly creep and creep and creep and it's an easy place to burn out from yeah and I think this was my I yeah I just pulled it back in time I think I was or maybe I was on the cusp of it was definitely that's where I was yeah and it was really difficult it was difficult to 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 get in the car that Saturday and and kiss my son you know he's 11 um goodbye but he was we'll see you mum and I was coming back on the Tuesday just going for those few days and then I realized on the Tuesday I can't come back I'm not ready and being able to um to be able to cancel and say look and and you know obviously my husband and son were, were fine over about it but um being able to make that and say like the world will continue life will go on yeah like yeah yeah Yeah. parents will manage their children because they are their their parents and they are managing them and managing them well i've just a small little role 
in their lives yeah. but sometimes it can feel quite enormous and I suppose that's something uh, since that experience working with children and I suppose I'm thinking girls as well and yeah. mothers that's something I've always I've always worked with I don't work in isolation with a child I work with a family so I've always checked in you know I can I can see from the mother or they may as the our relationship builds up with the child the mother might you know talk to me and, and the stress and be able to say look share that not the depth of my experience but share that you you know the importance because if you don't look after yourself who's going to look after this yeah. little child yeah and how are they going to learn that looking after yourself is important exactly if you don't show them yeah that's how we and that's the key here and i think it has to be because i'm seeing it i'm seeing it with young girl i don't have time and i'm thinking oh well you're saying that now yeah. that's really for me really that's time to, for creativity that doesn't take i suppose sometimes this idea with with art too we see the artist in in their studio at their easel for hours on end painting and or sculpting and it isn't necessarily about that it's not either about just i'll just do it for five minutes because that's all i have it's about the intention mm. yeah having an intention to say i'm taking this time to do this for myself and that may be um that sometimes we have to make a decision i don't know maybe it's someone who wants to go to a, a drawing class or a pottery class where they may have to to, to go outside maybe their town yeah. to do that but it, it it's they're making that decision not only are they going to that class but they're they're organizing to have that time away where they'll go and make that time for themselves and I think we really need to do that and actually in doing that there's huge growth because it's a decision yeah. you're making for yourself and in doing that you can and for your children, yes, uh, you know this pull that children can have, like, oh, you're not going away, mammy. You're always here. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that 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 you're teaching your child it's okay. You'll survive without me, and mammy will be a different person through this experience. Yeah. And maybe sit at the table. Sometimes I think it's interesting because it's a time issue. I don't I don't have time to do. Or that child is it's like my mother doesn't do art. She she doesn't. She's not like you. And sometimes I say sometimes when children want you the most is when you're cooking. Yeah. At the kitchen. So at the kitchen table, a packet of, of felt-tip pens, markers, and some just photocopy paper. It's just there. Yes. And they're sitting, telling you about their day drawing, and you're cooking, and you're there with them, you're coming over, and you're having yeah. that conversation, but you're creating that space for them, and you're all together and doing your own thing, but they're having their space. And I think that's where, if we can realise where the importance of creativity and connection and connection yeah. yeah as you were talking and describing that I was thinking about recently I was at a retreat and there was a pause on a particular day I think between you know lunch and activity to just let lunch settle mm -hmm. like yoga or, um, or breath work or something after lunch and I sat down at the table and I started colouring in a mandala with just watercolour paints that were mm -hmm provided in the Rotary Centre and then somebody came over and sat down next to me and got a blank you know mandala and started colouring them in with crayons and then somebody else got markers and started mm -hmm. colouring it in and we had a lovely kind of time often just sitting in silence next to each other but then having like spontaneous conversation mm -hmm. 
but it was like you know shoulder to shoulder not like you know nothing was forced and it just felt like really nice togetherness yeah and that was a group of adults Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like so the power of that just being able to like just sit next to each other and color with no side hustle I wasn't going to sell the mandala yeah, nobody yeah. needed me to produce a beautiful mandala I didn't have to finish it no you know none of that kind of and you didn't either or or it sounds like you or the others didn't either feel pressured to make conversation because you were doing something and then spontaneously spoke. but that's it too is I think we really undervalue the importance of silence mm. and space to uh, often in my work as an artist certainly in Liverpool where I studied fine art a lot of my work time and space it, I think that was the crux of it that 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 having for me studying fine art was wasn't about really the um, certificate the end of degree it was about that in this college for three years I've got a studio and I can do art and nobody you know I'm doing it this is my what I'm doing for three years and I can explore and experiment and that's what was really important the time and space to do that and I think like the mandala is, is, is a really beautiful image yeah. and, and, and to fill in and I think that is also an opening it, it's having there's a lot um, there was a whole debate there years ago I remember reading about the mindfulness colouring books yeah. and they were called the mindfulness art therapy books and there was a, a, a debate about it and, and they are mindful books um, some of them are very small so they could be very frustrating but in terms of and I think yes they have a place and they're a starting point but I suppose what I'd say then is the blank sheet the photocopy sheet again I mean you can buy quite cheap you don't have to buy the expensive and then just closing your eyes and drawing for for 30 seconds a minute and then opening up and then looking at your image and you will see, maybe you'll see um, an animal in it or you'll see something and then just sitting, colouring in those spaces. That's mindfulness, that's that's mandala, that's, yeah. that's being with your drawing too. And I think the difference is for people is to recognise, wow, I, wow, I made that. <laughs> that was a blank piece of paper. I'm still in awe of when, when I create images that, that they appear and, and then I, I look at them and it's like, wow. And then it's the process in the making for me I've often felt through meditation with Rachel in my years of 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 meditation that I've likened it to to drawing or my experience of drawing because in the early days drawing is is important to me drawing when I got lost in a drawing for me it was it's like meditation in that I remember when I was in um I was in Prague on an art residency and the time the Twin Towers and I was in I'd been asked to, to create some drawings. Uh, the Marriage of Cana, was a, Jazz Colm was a conductor of the Prague Symphony Orchestra and he said, look, we're putting this production on in, in Covent Garden. And he gave me the book and I was reading it and I was doing some drawings. And I remember my neighbour, um, Pat, an American musician, coming in and, and, and pacing the, the floor. And I was doing this drawing and, um, and then he left. And then his friend, a while later, came in, maybe about two hours later, and um, he said, did you hear what's happened? It's like, no. And he said, the Twin Towers. They've... And it's like, what? And Pat had already told me all of this, but I was so lost in this drawing that I didn't hear it. And often I think that's, I'd love to get back to that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I do a lot of, of very quick drawings and abstract. And maybe that's a time issue again, quick and then and go back. But that, to be able to, to, to sit and have that time and to be so lost in, in a piece of art that, that, and that isn't the first time that's happened, that the building could could fall and, and I'm unaware of it. And that, to me, drawing and meditation. Yeah. To be in that yeah. um, space that I suppose trying to get trying to get back to, isn't it? Maybe they talk about that too when they talk about addictions as well. Yeah, that trying to get back to the initial kind of high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that the, they're yeah. they're on and yeah. and and I think yeah for me being lost and just in one with something mm. to to be completely just in the flow in the flow yeah in the flow and and nothing else you just yeah and that's where with meditation where yeah where you're trying to to let go of the thoughts and not grasp on and, and to entertain them just let them go and just to be is is we spend so much of our life in kind of fight or flight and doing and not enough being and relaxation like truly deep like in the flow completely absorbed just doing the one thing yeah one yeah one, one thing. thing that i think that's it because we're this the multitask and this expectation and also this expectation of women are better at it or we've been told we should be or are um so therefore let's do more stuff our roles of, of you know we are expected to do qu- quite a lot um and yeah. and i think that's that's exactly re- but there's a whole thing with relaxation because some may say you know sports relaxation but it's competitive you know this the, the, there's there's a there's a huge onus on you as whether it's team or individual so i think to be doing something that you can you can get completely absorbed in, but for no end result. Not for an exhibition. Not for yeah. Just yeah. I don't do art anyway for for exhibitions. I do art for myself. Yeah. And so in in some respects, that so some would be very selfish. For women, we talk about isn't yeah. it? Women yeah. are very. There's an expectation again in art therapy with with young girls. You know this this idea of selfishness. That, that you you're not there to 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 give to everyone else mm. um, and to deplete yourself and that's what is really important that we we must try and get across yeah. that you're not that's not your role and that selfless that in order to be able to be authentic and kind and compassionate that has to start to with us but even now as as women yeah. we've been given this role and and we're I'm certainly realizing hold on here a second hold on here a second who were who said that uh yeah I am kind and compassionate and authentic um and I do give but I have to 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 give to myself in order to be able to continue doing what I want or or I won't be able to continue and I'll resent it actually that's that's really what will happen or does happen um, and then people stay in positions that they're resentful yeah. and then that's not not healthy and I, I wish that sometimes I wonder whether in, in lots of jobs some jobs are more fortunate like teaching where they can take time out but I sometimes wonder if, if, if we all have that stop where we say let's take some time out and, and do something that that I'm not saying it's uncomfortable, but it's different. It's, it's out of our comfort zone. And just see, and not do it for the expectation it becomes your career, mm-hmm. but do it just to see, just to feel alive. And, and when I say that, I think of, of, of nettles. 
and yeah. weeds. Yeah, I love weeding, but to me, what I love is I just love that patch and, and weeding it and seeing it. It's manageable. You know, you take an area and you say, right, I'm doing this, and, and you can do it, and then that tingling that goes on for a few days. I don't wear gloves, and and I was looking at that, the microbes, is it, yeah. in, in the soil, and um, I didn't read that. If we think about children, I certainly was transported today, I was thinking this morning, about as a child um, growing up making mud pies. Yeah. I just, we just did it. Yeah. wasn't told you go out and make them we just did them we were out in in the woods and making things and i think we've really lost that this this cleanliness and separateness as well yeah yeah and like a heightened sense of danger yes everything yeah and then technology's filled those fears yeah it's come in and 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 it it it, so we can we can have all these this technology to, to to keep us in our boxes and in our places where we know where we are yeah, and that was interesting years ago in, in working with some, some girls as well, but mainly boys at the time with, oh, road, not roadblocks, well, roadblocks was one of them, what's the other one? Oh, Minecraft. Um, oh, and yeah. then telling me about it, and you can build this this world rain, and it's like, oh, right, how does it, and they tell me about it, and it's like, and how does that compare to what you've just built in art therapy? Yeah. Because it's different, isn't it? You can physically move around it, look in, lift it up, add to it. Very yeah. different. Yeah, and that's where just the compare, and it's not that I was there's an expectation for necessarily an answer, or that I'm trying to say you know this is be- better than that. It's, it's just, just this is you you're learning something in coming to me and in this space that you can build physically too, that things that you may not have realised that you were capable of doing that that oh I can I can I've got an imagination I've got I can you know I can use it and I can build from it. But I think that's the problem too. Is that I've seen I've seen it in my work. Um, children who have who have extracurricular activities, possibly four out five nights a week. Maybe they might have sport on a Saturday, um, to the point where I've yeah. I've lo- skipped a breath when yeah. when I've yeah and and being able to 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 work with because that's come into the therapy. I didn't bring it in. The child brought it in. So therefore, we have something to work with. And then saying, okay, and out of those activities, what's your favourite? And they might identify three and two of them they might not. And then it's like, okay, and those two, what do you think? It's like, well, I'm just doing it because my mum wants me to do that. And and it's like, okay, and what about you? And it's like, well, no, I quite happily. Okay, so then the work is is, is that child recognising and hearing himself say that and be able to take that information up the right time, yeah. not in the middle of my making dinner. Yeah, and I need to talk yeah. to you about something important when they have, and then you identify is there a time you spend together? It's like, well, we always walk the dog at this time. Yeah, take that information with you and communicate that to to maybe mummy or daddy, and then see see what happens. And um, and that child being able to to come back again, me not leading it, asking them, they coming back and volunteering this. And by the way, I mentioned that to oh, and how did that go? And it's like. Um, yeah, mum said, um, look, what's really important is just finish off that drama group, whatever, yeah. and finish off that so you finish out a few weeks and then we'll sit down and have a chat about it. Yeah. yeah. And that child then realising, I did that. Yeah. Because it's yeah. not my job to, and that's really important, building the trust with, with the child or the individual. It's not my job working with the child or that's not what, it's about the lines of communication, helping that child communicate that yeah. they can do this. 
yeah. as opposed to me going behind and saying, by the way, there's too much going on here. You need to, yeah, yeah. that's not. Yeah. It, and that child realising that, wow, I did that and it, it was okay. And I can do that in other, I can communicate in other situations that I don't like or something's not. And then that child realising we don't need children to be out five nights a week doing extracurriculum activities. And if we do, why? Yeah. I have a real yeah. issue with it and I'm not judging parents, but I do think that we need time to be on our own. We need time to get bored so we can use our imaginations, to lie on the bed and read a book, yeah, yeah to go out yeah. and kick a ball, to play with the dog, the cat, yeah, to just sit, sit and listen to music on the radio in the kitchen while mother's cooking or father's cooking, whatever. Yeah. But I think we need to we need to stop we value we value in our society busyness. Yes. We value the busy we are, the more productive you are, and the more valuable you are. And until we realise that that is not, because we're making people, I need time as an artist, uh, an art therapist, as a creative, as a mother, as a wife, I need time to just get lost in my head, to just take time out and, and not, n not necessarily read or um, draw or anything, but have the time so that I can just go off in my imagination that maybe that I might decide to go out and do one yeah. of these or I might not. I think about all the adults as well who don't make that time for themselves either, mm -hmm. who are so overscheduled and so busy that they can't see their best friends. Mm -hmm. It's impossible to make dinner plans. Yeah. You might see each other twice a year yeah. um, because there's no space in the diary to just be like individuals and men and women that I'm friends with and myself that we would do that, you know, they're, they're like, oh, I can't see you this week because this is on, this yeah. is on that week, there's no time that mm -hmm. week. And we give ourselves such a little space yeah. to be alone or bored or to try something new or to mm -hmm. read or to see our very best friends that make us feel really happy. And that is part of well-being, isn't yeah. it? And health, yeah. isn't it? Balance. Yeah. Yeah. We, we talk about, you know, the balance, um, and if we don't do it as the adults and the parents, or even if we're not parents, we're mentoring to our friends, if we don't do this, what are we saying? What are we saying to our children? Friendship isn't important, yeah, but yeah. all of these, and then some might come back and say, well, should they see their friends when they're playing soccer? It's like, no, they're in a role. Yeah. They're in a role then. Yeah, they're in a team role, and, and, and that's, yeah, they, they're with their friends, but they're not in that friendship relationship where they're having time where they can decide on look we see it really don't we with um children's birthday parties yes. yeah, yeah. there um we've got plenty of places that we can pick up the phone and say can i go and have their party in here some of them are well they're all in inside yeah they're they're managed so you've you've five days in school that are managed your time and then you go to your birthday party and that's managed you do this activity that one that one in there have the food which isn't often very healthy and then you're you're yeah and then everyone's had a good time presents are handed over children were there and what's wrong with just the garden lollipops and the kids just making their own fun come up with their own kind of games to play and that doesn't it's not about cost or or are we too busy keeping up with the Joneses yeah. yeah are we too busy maybe worrying that well I need to to do this because they did this and and not be able to say like what's really important is that the children can have fun enjoy the birthday party together and just be together and value that but yeah. there's a solution to every problem and we're we're 
I, I had another one, I can't think of it, but it, yesterday and it's like, oh dear. And it's they've created another gimmick or another product to solve a problem, but there isn't really a problem there. Mm. We're creating problems so we can we can solve them um, and keep busy with with new things to add to our society and we've got to stop. So if we want to be a society that's connected and interwoven that values relationships and people and our relationship with ourselves, we need that space for mm-hmm. quiet time, for thinking, for con- like for friendship, mm-hmm. for non-doing, to be human doings. Yeah, to realise yeah. that, that, that productivity isn't the end game. That, that doing isn't there aren't kind of marks for doing but un, unless we can I guess from from a very early age now that's that's what we're in in our society that if you're doing um, you're rewarded if you're the fastest in class you get the pizza yeah but yeah. the children are, are not as fast because they're taking longer to process well hey that's why maybe one of the reasons as well as being an art therapist, I take time to process things, you know, somebody, I might meet someone today, this, today, and, you know, the whole week, I'm processing elements and parts of it, and I need to make time so that I can do that, and then I know we can all say, but I haven't got time, and it's like, look, we need to look at our our diaries, our schedules, and, and look really at what we're doing, and we need to boundary, we need to, and that's what it's all about. Art therapies, that's why it works. It's the same place, it's with me. Mm. Yeah, it's same an hour. Same, so everything is laid out the same way, and that's to accommodate the children that may not cope if where are, are things. Some, everything's in an order, and it's safe. It's ordered, and then they can come in, and out of that order they can create their chaos or their mess and be held in that and realise that's okay, you're safe. Okay, you need this space to be messy. You need this space for you to create that mess or because in your life, things are not so neatly. They may seem that way, but inside you're suffering and that's why you're here, to have that space to process that and work through it and then hopefully find coping strategies that you can take with you in these situations, communication skills that you can use in situations to help you and that in future, for your own, even children, we have to help them with their mental health. Yeah. I know COVID didn't help. Yeah, COVID has has played a part. Some children, it, it didn't maybe yeah. knock them as much. And that's what happens in society. We're all different, depending on where you lived. Um, yeah. You know, we lived in the countryside, so we could go for a walk. It didn't affect us so much the social side of it maybe for my son not really too much but for others it was it was very difficult and has left its mark and I think recognizing that and not feeling anxious as a parent that I didn't do this or I should have done this or if we'd done more of this there was a lot of parents having to work from home with children in the house trying to teach them it was yeah. a huge amount I think we've under and, and there was an expectation society just carries on yeah. it's over yeah. and 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 no no holding um, and the parents I think it had a huge impact on parents and their self-esteem and not being good enough the whole school being emailed what you have to do with your child and I know I felt it too yeah like oh my god I'm not and then realizing yeah I'm not teacher that's not the role that that I am Cole's first teacher and and his dad and, and his family and friends we are teachers but I'm not cut out I wasn't that was a different 
the yeah. different skills. Yeah, and, and recognising, you know, I didn't deal with it so well at times, or my frustration, it's like, yeah, and then realising, okay, that didn't work the first time, but the second lockdown, it's the learning, it's making the mistakes and learning from them, and realising, okay, give yourself a break, recognise, yeah, that didn't work, what can I do? And then actually, you know, work with our children. It's like, what happened the last night? You're not a very good teacher, man. <laughs> it's like, no, what can we do this time? Okay, and realising that the teacher can speak more directly through and that I'm there if needed. And, and handing it to our children, give them a bit more credit, really, because they have tools as well. And But they look up to their parents too, and we are the ones that have a huge role to play, but a bit more fun to yeah. play. The and importance of play. Winnicott was one of the theorists in art therapy that, for me, still is the importance of play and that being playful and we can we can we can get through but we need to we need to look at our time and how we're spending it and what we're doing and what we can change because there's plenty of room for change and making time yeah like you said for friends because they they make it recognizing energy the yeah. energy from people you know that's one of the big ones in in you know with sometimes children and relationships with their friends and it's like them you know again experience like when you're with different energies how do you feel and getting to know yourself realizing that person's energy i came away feeling this way it's like okay what do you have to do there not spend so much time with that person yeah, yeah? And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that but that's that's how you're feeling there's a reason for that and gut yeah gut, go by your gut instincts um i do the children just if you're feeling something hold on to it there's a reason you don't need me or anyone else there's the reason you're feeling this way and then we work with that and trusting Trusting your gut instinct, head and body, isn't it? Yeah. The mind. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Not but trusting ourselves. Real. Maybe society is is creating that. Don't trust yourself. I'm here. Yeah. In my field to listen to me instead. Yeah. Don't, don't listen to your body. Push through. Yeah. Maybe yeah. there is. Maybe yeah. maybe that's what I haven't time to 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 listen to myself. So I listen to a, a TikTok. Or yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. A yeah. quick that yeah. that will tell me. So we have to be careful where we get our information from too. Yeah. yeah, when we're, we're we're flicking through that phone and we're finding something, we need to look at very carefully with with who we're following and the information we're being fed to. I mean, because again, it comes down to we have choices, and I think that's key is in our life that we do have choices and we can make, and even if we've made wrong choices, we can correct them. We can make we can look at them and make new choices always um, and be in control. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Honest Talk. If you have enjoyed this conversation, I would be really grateful if you could like, follow and subscribe or share this podcast. It really does help spread the word and bring more real conversation to wellness and well-being. If you want to find out more about what you heard in this episode, visit honestgoodness.ie where you'll find detailed show notes also be able to find all of the content that I've created to help you feel well and reignite your inner spark.